watch out for those pendulums. They'll get you every time. You know what I'm talking about, right? Those stories of conversion. I used to be in the world, and now I live like a hermit. I used to be in a rock band, and now I mime. I used to live in a cave. Now I stay in the best hotels possible. Yeah, that swing to extremes. Reformation isn't extremes. It isn't totally moving from the left to the right or the right to the left. It is eradicating that which keeps us from growing in favor with God and those around us. It is pruning. It is reforming. It is thinking, not by sin, might, or power, but by the goodness of God's grace and mercy. That same grace that had Jesus dining with the publican, parting at Cana, and chilling with his friends in Bethany. There was no extreme. There was a genuine, honest, living in favor with God and those around. Think on that. Offering information for your mind. Enabling transformation for your heart. Sabbath School U. A weekly dialogue exploring God's Word and its application for today's world. Welcome to Sab School University. My name is Sarah McClone and I am your host for today. Yay! Um, today I have a lovely panel with us. And if you wouldn't mind introducing yourselves, tell me where you're from, because mm -hmm. obviously that will help. And what food you didn't like as a child that you like now. And go you. Yeah, hi, uh, my name is Ron. Uh, Ron I'm what? Park. Oh, hey, Ron Park. How are you? <laughs> Yeah, I'm from Korea and I live in Tampa, Florida right nice. now. And the food that I didn't like was the green onions. Green onions. Yeah, I hate. I but red onions were fine. Uh, they were all right. But, but now, do you like them? I like them. Oh, yeah. very good. Very uh -huh. immature of you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Hi, my name is Jael. I'm from Martinique in the Caribbean. Nice. So I speak French. Nice. And mm. um, a food I didn't like. Well, I didn't really like carrots, mm -hmm. but somehow I understood that it's good for me, so now I eat them. Even yeah. though you still don't like them. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. But that's very responsible. See, mature, responsible. Right. What you. do you got? <laughs> uh, my name is Bill Dugin. Um, I'm from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Brussels sprouts were something I hated as a kid. Yeah, I, <laughs> disgusting. I couldn't stand them. But now I love them. I can't get enough of them. They're really? Delicious. Yeah. Mm. That's great yeah <laughs> i'm not I, mean, I actually like them if they're cooked well so yeah, yeah. awesome well i'm very excited you're all with me today on the show and everyone else um so i guess we should start with prayer and text so if you could read ron would you mind reading oh. our scripture and praying for us sure um the scriptures is found in colossians chapter 3 verse 1 and 2 if then you were raised with christ seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Hmm. Let's pray. Uh, 하늘에 계신 아버지 하나님 이렇게 어, 안식일 학교 어, 교과를 공부할 수 있도록 기회를 주시니 감사합니다. 이 시간 위에 함께해 주시고 어, 이곳에서 나오는 말씀들이 우리 생활에 잘 적용될 수 있도록 인도해 주셨기를 사랑이 많으신 예수님의 이름으로 간절히 기도드립니다. Amen. 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 Thank you for saying amen because I didn't know when to. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm taking right that was Korean. Yeah, it was. Yes. Awesome. I had no clue what you were saying, 
but I fully support it. <laughs> yeah, that was a good thing. Yay. Yeah, that was a good word. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's go ahead and get started. We're on lesson 11 on Reformation, mm-hmm. thinking new thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm really excited about this lesson because I love thinking new thoughts. Yeah. And so I guess when you think new thoughts, why is our thinking so important to our spiritual lives, like thinking new thoughts in our spiritual lives? I'm thinking, I, I, I heard about stories about the athlete, like, mm-hmm. who's playing the Olympic Games or the big games, and before the games, they were doing kind of like Im- image trainings mm-hmm. or mind control, and, and I definitely heard that they're working. Mm-hmm. So what they think actually affects their behaviors and their minds and everything. Mm-hmm. So, like, depends on what we're thinking, what we put in our mindset. It's, mm-hmm. it's definitely going to be affecting our spiritual life. That's interesting. So you're saying that the athletes that were like training physically, right. obviously, were also emotionally training right. as well. It's because ah. they wanted to uh, overcome those pressures. You know? Nice. Okay. Yeah. That's really interesting. Right. Yeah. Bill looks very ponderous over yes. there. Well, so please share what you're thinking, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that can be dangerous. No. <laughs> Reminds me of Proverbs 23, 7. Mm-hmm. You know, what a man thinks of himself in his heart, therefore he is. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, thoughts kind of help form our identity. You know, mm-hmm. especially our spiritual identity as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. And to come back to your question, mm-hmm. uh, in Colossians chapter 3, the Bible said that we need to set our heart and mind on things above. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, minds and action and behavior are all linked together. Mm-hmm. So, if we want to act and behave like Christ, well, we have mm-hmm. to think about it. And I think that's right. so cool because I think we have one understanding of who Christ is and mm-hmm. who God is, right? Because we're humans. So, we think that we, we figured it out and we've boxed him in. But if we leave him in that box, you know, like, is there more to him than what we have perceived of him? Hmm. And I think that so often we don't, we don't pressure ourselves or challenge ourselves to learn beyond what has been presented us in this box. And God is so much bigger than any box that we can put Mm -hmm. him in. And so I think it's really interesting to think about, you know, like, why is it so important to our spiritual lives to have new thoughts and to have new challenges? Mm -hmm. Because if we stay there, then what? You know, we just, God then becomes stagnant. And then our entire premise of God is messed up right mm-hmm. yeah so it's very interesting how you guys um worded that and you used some great text for that any other thoughts on this before we move forward mm-hmm. i think no okay we're good <laughs> <laughs> um so when we talk about these new thoughts and when we experience god and when we're going through all these things what miracle of grace takes place in our own lives as we behold god's glory in his word mm-hmm. so you know we have our own concepts of it but when it goes back to the word then what right. Well, you know, I think uh, of, the, of one word, metamorphosis. Metamorphosis. Yes. Yeah. When God touched us, we are transformed. That's right. awesome. So I guess the miracle of grace is just when we want to go and look at God, mm-hmm. he, he actually acts. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's That's something to cool. think. That's super cool. And I also think it's cool because when we look at um, the word of God, mm-hmm. you know, there's always something new. And I know somewhere in one of our past lessons this quarter, uh, we talked about the power of the word and how you can read something a yeah. thousand times and then one day you read it and it's totally different. Yeah. And you're yeah, like, yeah. whoa, this totally applies to my life. Yeah. How did I miss that? This yeah. is so cool. Mm-hmm. And so it does transform you, I think, when you're ready for it to yeah. transform you. And I think that's, that's a really cool. Anybody else on miracle grace in our lives? The, the biggest miracle that I can think of is when God is working somebody's life Mm -hmm. No matter how bad they were before, Mm -hmm. now we can see the completely different person. Mm -hmm. It's because of the work of the Holy Spirit in their life. Mm -hmm. So the reformation Mm -hmm. and also like how we see like this person, 
like human being with those kind of like all those habits and everything mm -hmm. becomes like Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the biggest miracle that we mm -hmm. would see in this place. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And looking at that, I think grace is really intense right. because we don't deserve uh -huh. it, obviously. <laughs> but grace is so amazing because when we, we read in the word, you know, we don't deserve this and we don't need mm -hmm. any, you know, right. like, we shouldn't have the ability to move mm -hmm. forward. We shouldn't have all this, but the grace is there to keep us moving forward and keep challenging right. us to have right. new thought because we're going right. to mess up. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. it's inevitable. If right. you've met me at all, you know, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So like it's a constant yeah. growing and a constant, you know, challenge. Yeah, but still, I, I like to, to underline the fact that we need to make the effort. Mm -hmm. right. You know, God is like the water is available when we need to open it. You yes, know? absolutely. We need to make the effort and then we will receive it. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It's a huge, huge challenge, I think. Yeah, for and I us. think we get really scared, too, because we, we're comfortable, especially I know within how I was raised, um, not necessarily my parents, but in the culture I was raised in, sometimes it's dangerous to ask questions or to step beyond, yeah. you know, it's something, to yeah. challenge something, to be mm -hmm. like, I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah. And it gets dangerous because then suddenly you're blaspheming, but really oh. it's an honest question, yeah. you know, oh, like, yeah, am right. I, do I really believe this? You know, but that's where the grace comes in, I think, mm -hmm. where it's like, you're allowed to question, you're yes. allowed to go yeah. forward and yeah. push mm -hmm. the envelope right. and having new thoughts. Um, and that goes into, I know also within this lesson, we've talked a lot about revival, you know, and I think that helps with the revival status is something new creates new energy mm -hmm. as opposed to the same old, same old doesn't. Um, so when Paul says that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, mm -hmm. but spiritual. Yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I know that comes from 2 Corinthians, you know, 10, 4. Mm -hmm. I feel if we start um, in 2 Corinthians 10, 3, oh. and we can answer the question. Oh, please, um, please. Yeah. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Mm -hmm. Maybe uh, verse 5 as well. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Mm -hmm. um, I think um, it, it's, it's this grace factor. It's what God does in, in our hearts. Uh, is, if, we're, if we're consuming the Word and the words are becoming a part of us and who mm -hmm. we are and, and uh, changing how we think, so to say. Mm -hmm. And um, the, the weapons, it's, it's, we're, we're doing it, but it's, it's God's uh, power that's doing it too. And that's not mm -hmm. something that anybody can just sit down and explain you know, right. to anyone. You know, right. that's, that's just amazing. So, mm -hmm. so it's God right. in all of it. One thing that I want to add uh, from my experience, when mm -hmm. I actually got into the uh, the college, mm -hmm. I when I was in the high school, I was not the sincere, you know, kind of person. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a lot of like non-Christian friends. I was hanging out with them all the time, and all of a sudden, I got into a theology major. What? And, and <laughs> <laughs> before I got into the school, I was very stressed out. Mm. I'm thinking in my head like, oh man. There's so many things that I gotta stop doing, uh -huh. you know? Yeah. And it was kind of stress for me. Mm -hmm. And like, okay, I gotta stop doing this, I gotta stop doing that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, there's so many, it's kind of shackled to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the grace, God's grace is so good, it's because after the first year at, at, in, in my school, mm -hmm. and I looked at my past, and the thing is, I never kind of made, it, made a decision like, okay, from tomorrow, I'm going to stop this. Mm -hmm. Okay, from today, I'm going to stop. I never did this before. 
But I was searching where to go mm-hmm. and kind of struggling, fighting, sometimes yeah. failing and everything. But one year later, I looked back and I found myself and then, wow. I haven't done this for a while. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Yeah. yeah, I haven't done that for a while. Mm-hmm. So that's a great, like, kind of mm-hmm. loving grace. And mm-hmm. that, and I think it can be also connected to what Paul just said, weapons of uh, warfare mm-hmm. and a kernel. Mm-hmm. We're not, uh, we don't have to, like, kind of physically, like, oh, you did this, bam, yeah. you know, yeah. oh, you did that, yeah. you're bad. Mm-hmm. But it's all about the direction, mm-hmm. where you're looking at. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how fast you're going, how how far you're going each day, mm-hmm. but it's the direction where you're looking at. Right. Oh, absolutely. And I think there's so many aspects of that. I mean, if we look at it even from like a working out aspect, you know, trying to get in shape, like I could buy a treadmill and like every weight yeah. possible and, you know, all this stuff. But if I don't emotionally prepare myself to get on the treadmill and actually go for it (laughs) and hate it every second of the way, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but like get on the treadmill, nothing's going to happen. It's physically there. So the weapons may be present or the items may be present. But until we like prepare ourselves emotionally to get into that, that's one thing. And then the other thing is, is you're right. I think it's so cool how when you look back on your life, you see all these things that fell into place and the things that just kind of fell off of you because you dedicated it to God. And it wasn't even, you think it's impossible, but somehow, wow, I haven't done that in 10 months. Or I haven't, you know, had a struggle with that. And it's kind of cool. So, like, like your focus becomes more about Christ than your struggles. Exactly. That's the importance, you know. Exactly. And I think one of the huge challenges within our church is um, we we sometimes glorify the things that are holding us down. Mm. And we lose our focus of Christ. Right. You know what I mean? How many of us have heard, and I've, I'm probably guilty of preaching a sermon like this at some point, I went through all this stuff, and I used to be in this, and like 30 minutes of the sermon is about how bad everything is, and then like five minutes is like, but God came through. Yes. Done. Yes. Moving on. You know? <laughs> it's like, but no. <laughs> There's so much more to it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, pretty, <laughs> it's very strange, but yeah. Um, so... I got sidetracked, if you can't tell. Um, <laughs> um, what term does Paul use in Second Corinthians um, when he talks to describe the high calling of God's people? And I guess when we talk about the high calling of God's people, what does that really mean in terms that I can handle? Hmm. So Right. Uh, I looked, the, uh, looked up those verses before I came. Mm-hmm. Um, what verses uh, are they? Uh, the Second Cor- uh, Corinthians chapter 5, mm-hmm. verse uh, 18 uh-huh. through 20. And... Uh, well, the, the key word that hit uh, my mind was we are we are the ambassadors of God, mm-hmm. but through reconciliation. Mm-hmm. So it means that we're ambassadors of God, but not judging other people, mm-hmm. but through the reconciliation. Mm-hmm. That's the nice. Many times we make mistake by no. like, hey, you know, <laughs> your your skirt is too short, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, you're not supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. And, but instead of judging others mm-hmm. reconcile with them mm-hmm. and understand trying to be in their shoes mm-hmm. and then i think that's the beginning that's what god is expect us to do mm-hmm. instead of just like a being like boom boom judge mm-hmm. yeah that's how i looked at and also the higher calling mm-hmm. also is like god is expecting and wanting to uh wanting us to be kind of separated from mm-hmm. the worldly things mm-hmm. so I think we have to make a decision what kind of like where do you want to stand as ambassador the kingdom of God or the 
the nation of Satan. Mm. Right. Like but I always struggle. Oh, go ahead. I just so. continue on your, on your thought. When we have the, that ministry of reconciliation, mm -hmm. in that verse, the last f sentence is, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So fr yeah. first of all, we need to be reconciled to God with mm -hmm. ourselves mm -hmm. and then to go to others. And then at that point, we are able, whatever ages we are, mm -hmm. to reach to others because they can see God in us. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. absolutely true. And I think it's funny because I've grown up with some people that have always said, like, don't be part of the world. Don't be part yeah. of the world. And it's, I get it. Yeah. But what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, do I need to, like, stand in a corner and be like, I wish the earth was flat so yeah. I could, like, float off the edge of it. You know, yeah. like, it, it's a really tough saying, I mm -hmm. think. Yeah. And I know that you used it, and I'm not, like, trying to call you out completely, but what do you mean by that? Because I struggle with like, right. not in yeah. the world. Right. What does that mean? What does that mean? I, I think we have to be really careful when we think about this idea because Jesus, mm -hmm. he was in the world. That's what I'm saying. Right. He <laughs> never separated himself from the world, right. but he got into their life. Right. But at the same time, they, he never uh, be siding with them, mm -hmm. but showing them the example. Mm -hmm. So, like, as ambassador of mm -hmm. God's kingdom, we're not denying people over there. Right. We love those people. We go there. We're not touching right. them, but we're showing the example mm -hmm. to them. And then your action speaks louder than the, your, your mm -hmm. word, you know? You that's don't have right. to preach to them all the time. Right. That's what I meant. Okay. No, yeah. that's good. Thank you. I just wanted to clarify because yeah. we always say that. And right. I'm always like, I don't, I don't know what you mean. Yeah, but the, before... Perhaps, sorry, um, being <laughs> part of the world <laughs> is uh, being, being not part of the world mm. means um, approach a problem in another dimension, mm. like seeing a situation in life and saying, well, without going directly to it, I will think and try to see what God or what Christ will do mm -hmm. and what is the biblical principle can be applied and, mm -hmm. you know, to pull back our horses mm -hmm. and say, well, hold on a second, mm -hmm. I need to do not put my human feelings first. Mm. Right. And, and, but take, and I think that's where you guys are talking about reconciling with God. Yeah. Like, you yeah. need to be one-on-one -on -one with God in order to approach anything. Mm. Mm -hmm. If you don't have that foundation or that backbone, how, yeah, we're going to fall into a trap somewhere yeah. along the way, you know? And right. so it's, it's nice to think about, yeah, yeah, we have to stop and we have to say, okay, I'm not going to necessarily go join in on that whatever yeah, it may right. be, yeah. but you can still love the people, like you said, mm -hmm. that are in there, and you can challenge yourself. I think this is where thinking something new comes in, is you have to challenge yourself sometimes mm -hmm. to live to outside of your comfort yeah. zone, right. but you need to make sure that you are found on something, mm -hmm. and I think that's that's real critical. Um, yeah, wow. There's a lot in Second Corinthians, I think, that challenges us <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. beyond right. the normal. It's easy to say that, but mm -hmm. hard to practice it. I know, yeah. and I think, uh, I don't know, our generation is, lives in a very tough spot, yeah. I think. Yeah. And I, I mean, people outside of our generation as well, but I feel like predominantly our generation, because we have this mindset of new thoughts being the essence of life. We all need, like everyone wants to have the original thought, right. but how many original thoughts are really left? Like, this is <laughs> yeah. my question. And then like, <laughs> we all want to move forward, but then we're taught that you can't do certain things because it's not approved by God. But mm -hmm. then, you know, like, what is the balance? How do we, how do we reach the people we care about mm -hmm. um, while still maintaining our identity in Christ? Right. And I think that's, that's a huge challenge. Um, 
So I guess that goes into what basic principles should govern the feelings of a committed Christian. Mm. You know, like as Christians, as committed Christians, how do we choose what to get involved with or what, you know, how far is okay? I know I will, I will maybe sound very biblical or churchy right here, mm -hmm. but to that question, I have one answer. is to be like Christ. Yeah. All right. You know? <laughs> That's a good, good start. That's good start. I see what you're saying. You know? <laughs> I mean, what principles is to have Christ's mind, mm -hmm. you know, to, to seek for Christ's thoughts and desires and motives mm -hmm. and hate what he hates and love what mm -hmm. he loves and mm -hmm. doing what he was doing. I mean, it's really try to embrace Christ's identity. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, yeah. absolutely. I'd say, you know, the basic principle, here's maybe a cliche sort of say, but it's love. Mm -hmm. Going out and just loving people and seeing seeing the world through the eyes of God. Mm -hmm. You know, and the more we're focused on Christ, the more we're, we're, we're becoming like him. That's, you know, I'm not trying to, uh, like, I know that we had talked about like extremes going to pendulums and things mm -hmm. like that. But before I was a Christian, I was kind of a hater. Mm. I, uh, I would see people, I think maybe if they looked funny or I didn't agree with them, I, was, <laughs> I, would, I would hate on them, you know. Oh. And, uh, you know, Christ has changed my heart. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. on this issue and mm -hmm. uh, I'm, he's helped me I'm not perfect but he's helped me to be able to to want to love people mm -hmm. that maybe before I was like I don't think so you know and, and what can I do to help them right. grow closer to Christ right. you know right. and Paul also says in Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 let this mind be in you which was also in Christ mm -hmm. Jesus mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. in any situations if I can't think what would Jesus do mm -hmm. in this situation that would help me a lot to yeah. be a committed mm -hmm. Christian. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and in context, that was, you know, talking about being humble towards people. Mm -hmm. like right. He humbled and he emptied right. himself, right. you know, have that mindset, you know. Absolutely. And the NIV said, your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's simple. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, and you know, the funny thing, where was that? That was from Philippians? Philippians 2, 5. Okay, Philippians 2, 5. And I think the beautiful thing is, is, you know, we say these are cliches, like, oh, be like Christ, oh, love people, <laughs> yeah, oh, all these things. At the same time. But the reality is, cliches are based off of something, right? Sure, right. It's just that we overuse these words without mm -hmm. backing them with our mm -hmm. actions. That's true. Right. And as someone, I mean, people call me <laughs> a lot of things because I love a lot of people and I like love the universe, whatever. <laughs> um, but it's interesting because the reality of it is, is that we are called to love. Mm -hmm. yeah. The Bible says, what are the two greatest commandments? Love. Love, love, love God, God, love others. Here, here. Right? So love God, love each other. Yeah. And so though that sounds cliche and though it sounds weird that we're saying all these feel good things, I mean, that's the reality of mm -hmm. like a reformation mm -hmm. or of revival yeah. or of thinking beyond ourselves is, is that there has to be a love beyond yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that so often it's so inwardly focused yeah. mm -hmm. that we can't see anybody beyond ourselves. And like you said, Bill, you were saying, you know, maybe before, you know, you found Christ or however you worded it, you know, people were just kind of irritating. And I have a lot of friends who are like, man, people are stupid. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm one of them. Yeah. So <laughs> this <true>. is bad. <laughs> yeah. But it's like once you have handed something over that's beyond you, like mm. you can't help but see right. something beautiful, I guess. And it's totally a daily thing. I Absolutely. Mean, yeah. The once one, mm -hmm. one time Christ came into my heart, now I'm totally different. It's an everyday thing. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. Close to Christ. And exactly. And I think that's why at the beginning when you're talking about thinking new thoughts, mm -hmm. Like I could have mastered something 
you know, 10 to 20 years ago. Yeah. But the reality is I probably still am pretty bad at it. <laughs> so I should probably keep working on it because we're never going to reach perfection. Right. You know, it's not an earthly capability. Yeah. And so it's a daily struggle. Right. And also, uh, Ellen White also says in, his, in her book that God is perfect in his sphere. Mm-hmm. And he expects us to be perfect in our sphere. Nice. And what is perfect in our sphere? Mm-hmm. It's just growing every single day mm-hmm. until we die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's what it actually comes to that daily, mm-hmm. the work daily, uh, walk with God, devotion, and those basic things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Absolutely. what helps us to have all this kind of like things possible, the cliche things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I know that like, we're all, I know most of us are in the ministry f- field actually mm-hmm. that are mm-hmm. on this panel right now. And yeah. so a lot of us come in contact with a lot of people that struggle with this mm-hmm. daily handing over right. self to Christ, right? Mm. This is like a huge challenge. And mm. I know that I've probably given some pretty horrible advice, you know, like <laughs> to Me people. Too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you know, we, we challenge ourselves because we have this theory behind what we say, but we may not have struggled with it ourselves. Mm. Um, so that's why it's great to have a panel. What counsel would you give to a person struggling to make Jesus a priority in his or her thinking process? I would, you know, first and foremost, you know, God uh, wants us, uh, wants to help us in this process. And um, so asking him, mm-hmm. you know, uh, help, help uh, ask God to make uh, Jesus a priority in our life, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, we, we must have a willingness to be willing, Ellen White says. Mm-hmm. And um, believing that, that's, that, that God, that's the first step, really. Mm-hmm. And um, honestly, surrounding yourself with Christ. Uh, cliche, but here's the practicality of it. I mean, if you're if you're studying your Bible and you're, and you're letting that become part of who you are, mm-hmm. if you're driving down the road and you're listening to some music, have it be some music about Christ, the message of Christ. Keep mm-hmm. it with you constantly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Memorize scripture, you know. Keep it in your head, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the day. And um, take those opportunities to love others and become more like God. Right. Yeah. And you know what I find interesting about that you said memorize scripture is I actually just read a book on the importance of memorization. And it wasn't a Christian book. It was mm-hmm. just the importance of memorization in general. How our generation, people of now, mm-hmm. everything's on their phone. Everything's, right. you know, somewhere really easy. It's in the web yeah. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Digitalized. So you don't have to memorize anything. Like, I know yeah. people that don't even know their parents' phone right. numbers, you know, and it's just like, eh. But it was talking about how our brains are becoming kind of numbed hmm. yeah. because we can't, like, we don't remember anything. They're lazy. Yeah, we're lazy. We have let our brains just like, (laughs) and it's interesting because I used to think, oh, I have to memorize my memory verse. Do you remember those days? Yeah. Yeah. But I get a star if I get it. It's gonna be amazing. But it was interesting because when I was reading this book, I was realizing you're you're working out your brain, like we were talking about at the beginning. Is is it's so important to keep working at your brain, Mm -hmm. and it's not that you always have to listen to perfect music and read only Christian books and only, you know, like hang out with only Christians and only go to church on weekends and all these things. It's more, what is it that you're training yourself to think and how are, you know, what is the majority of your life focused on? Mm -hmm. And I think that's where I I like what you were saying is surround yourself with it. Let's take time to be holy. Let's take time to be what? Holy. 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 That's so true. And you know what? As people that are in ministry, all four of us, 
we can all say that we've messed that up sometime. Yep. So I think it's a yeah. good challenge is that nobody can be perfect. Mm -hmm. And we all need to daily break ourselves Amen. and hand ourselves over to God. Yep. So great. Thank you so much. You guys were an amazing panel. Thank you for being here. <laughs> and all of you, I thank you so much for joining us in the discussion. Please visit our Facebook page off the link on our website at www.sabbathschoolu.org. That's www.sabbathschool, the letter U, dot O-R-G. And I just want to say goodbye. This is my last show hosting. Oh. I know. <laughs> but I would like to say thank you for stopping by and seeing Sabbath School University. And I'm Sarah Mae Cologne. Someone will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>